If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So tell me, can you look me in the Happy birthday to John Z. Holy shit. When this comes out, it's my dad's birthday. So, oh. big happy birthday to John Z. 66 of the best years on planet Earth. Wow. Oi. That's right. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> oh, you're here with the Chats with Cats podcast, and joining me is Brown Eye Dan. How are you, Dan? I'm good, actually. I got that out. That's good. And banjo string frenulumless. Mark, how are you, Mark? I'm very good, Rick. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad, not too bad, not too bad, not Great too bad. Great to be back. Hey, um, just before we started this, it's not on your list, um, but I just saw something and it's the second time it's popped up in my feed on Instagram and it just got me thinking of the most fucking beta sports on the planet. Did you know that they're doing a sport now which is a world championship Balloon. Yes. Tap. I saw this today. I wa- Fuck, what a stupid. No. F- oh, it's no, so dumb. No. It's not dumb. You, you were complaining last week that everyone's lost the childhood games and whatever. That's a childhood game. Everyone's bring it back. It's now professional. I love it. I'm all about it. I'm all about it because I'd be bloody good at it. Yeah. And Speed. A little bit of boop. Yeah, and I watched, it, I watched it a couple of times today because I wanted to know what rules were and I figured a rule out. You have to hit it upwards no matter what you do. And you know what's funny? When we used to play that game, that was our rule. So yeah. obviously you can't just go like sideways or down. It has to go up. Yeah. So you could tap the balloon slightly up and barely move it and then just yeah. walk away. Does it have to go a certain distance? No, no. You literally, just as long as it uh, yeah. from where it was and it touches your hand has to go up at a little bit. I saw a random video. It was so weird. It was like these two Asian kids playing around like a car and like a... That's the video I'm talking about. Yeah, that's the video we're talking about. So like that video is going viral. No, that's like, the world championship. So those two are competing. Yeah, that oh. is a setup scenario. Like a, a lounge room slash garage carpool all they're, in a they're room. They're in a perspex cage. They've mm. got all sorts of different obstacles. Chairs, desks, car, yeah. all sorts of stuff. And, and they're wearing helmets. Yeah. And the car's there to make it as an obstacle where if you can have the skill to get around there and hit it over the car, it's a long way around for your opponent to get there before it hits the ground. So it's sort of like a... I'd love to enter something. So like would that. I. I think I'd be really shit at it. Yeah. So, oh, I'd be great at it. Life changing. You're I'd a bit tall and lanky. Like you're taller Actually, than yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be good at it, I reckon. <laughs> so you're the guy that has the good uh, core strength. Mm. What's your planking time? Uh, I don't ever do it, but when I do it, I 
get it done. So like when yeah. an app <laughs> when an app says like do it for like fifty seconds or a minute, I do it and it's like uncomfortable and hurts, but I get it done. I don't fail. Planking I, is a weird one though because there's really like there's a proper way to do a plank mm. and then there's the way that most people do it. And the most people do it with your bum too raised yeah. in the air. And that's not actually engaging your core. You've got to sink yeah. your bum right down. Mm. It's got to be in line with everything else, doesn't it? Well, if you're doing a plank, a good idea would be to do it like next to a window or a mirror and just make sure that you have your body completely flat. Mm. I have my body completely flat and it's just hands, feet and my dick is the tripod. Is that how we do it? Oh, so you're holding yourself up with a trifecta. Yeah. No, I I think I'm doing it right. Three minutes I reckon I could do. The record's like half a day. Really? I mean, yeah. It's like really, a world record. Yeah, but not only that, like I think the world record holder is like six, nah, it's like nine hours. Sixty five yeah, almost half a day, twenty four hours, twelve hours. Mm. The world record holder is like sixty five years old. Mm. Yeah, he's got nothing better to do. <laughs> yeah, what a legend. Oh dear. Now not sport related. Yep. Drivers driving around, you get annoyed at people doing things. Oh, me yesterday, very oh, much me yesterday. Okay. I went to Victor Harbour, did another exploring day where we went fishing. It was not biting, very bad day. Essays fished out, by the way. Don't even bother. It's very hard to catch fish unless you're in a boat. Um, driving through Victor Harbour on a Sunday is like double Sunday slow drivers. So you know your slow driver Sunday that you get? You go to Victor Harbour, everyone's now 10 kilometres slower than a slow Sunday driver. Mm. So I dealt with that. We explored, got home, great day. Today... I saw someone that infuriated me more than everyone yesterday and I wasn't even driving. I was walking back from the bank across a car park at a shopping centre and there's this fucking mum. She has two kids in the back. I'm walking probably, I don't know, 20 metres away from her. I see her driving, sort of like looking for spots. Then she stops in the middle of the drive thing where everyone drives. She gets her camera out and she starts taking selfies of herself. One this way, one that way. One like that. And there's two cars behind her. The arrogance of that crack whore bitch to stop and take a fucking Instagram selfie. Fucking that infuriate. And I wasn't even driving. Bitch. That, that's fucking annoying. She get a crack, crack pop out. And- no, but just fuck you. What Who was the, the funny fuck? name that you mentioned the podcast before? Yeah, what do you call Flaming Cunt or something? Something. Oh. It's better than that. So, yeah, something like that. Flaming uh, whore? Yeah, Matt, that might do it. Yeah. Uh, Burnt out whore, something like that. That was yeah, it was a funny one. I needed that yesterday. Oh, it is so did. ignorant though, isn't it? Like the world must stop because you think you've got good lighting for a photo or, or some fucking stupid. But thing. the thing is, like, even if it's not the photo, just stopping there, have the awareness that two people are behind you, and yeah. and your life is now hindering them getting on with theirs. Like fucking people annoy the shit out of me. Well, it's not um, any different to you're at a traffic light. The person in front of you, you see, you can see in the mirror, rear view mirror, mm. that they're not looking at the road anymore. They just drop and they start looking at their phone and da-da. the light goes green yeah. and then you give them like the benefit of the doubt because normally in your peripheral, you can see the cars around you start to move. So you go, oh, fuck. Then you get start driving. Mm. But then there's that one dickhead always that doesn't realise. Exactly. Yep. And they're and so, I hate it. so engulfed in what they're doing. And then you're like, mm, is this guy going to go? No, no, no. And then you finally beep, and then they don't think it's for them. And then finally they look up and go, oh, fuck. And then they get through the lights and you don't. Oh, my God. Yeah. Kill me. That's when I fucking. That's the only time where I fucking strangle my steering wheel with my little lanky fingers. 
fuck you, you fucking little... Are you a beeper? No, I don't think it's worth it. I'd rather abuse myself in the car with my own words just directed yell, at the person. Just because yell at yourself? you don't know who's in the car. Like, how many road raid videos do you see of people fucking getting out? Like, nothing's ever that bad that I want someone to get out the car in front of me and come start smashing my mirror off or, like, abusing me. That's a bit too You far. guys think that I'm a bit of a pussy driver, right, with the whole, you know... Oh, we going, know you are. Going 90 okay. and 110, right? Um, 110. 110. That's the fastest speed limit I've ever heard. 110. 1,011. Yeah. Is that with a rocket? It's pretty fast. 1,010. So. Okay, so I have this thing where I will push in front of people in really, really like... I just shouldn't be pushing in front of people. Like, there like, could be a whole lane and the right lane's clear... And I'll go all the way down the right lane and I'll get into the left. But Oh, you're a but cutter. What, but what I do, but what I do is I put on the best performance of my life with the old left hand. So I'll put it up and I'll I'll keep it there for five seconds and I'll like smile and I'll I'll make sure the person letting me in feels is, is so pissed off, but they see my hand and how nice I am and, and go they would go, Oh, Okay, I guess I have to accept that now because yeah. I'm such a nice person about it. That's how I get my own way on the road. What place. happens if you then get onto like a two-lane street and they then pull up next to you? Do you like to turn around and give them another hand? Like, a, oh, back there. Thanks, mate. Like, rarely happens. But if it does, yeah, I'd turn to my right and smile. Put a nice smile so I should get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. People are dumb. Other people that are dumb... I was driving past, I think I've mentioned that this happens at this place before. You know the Blackwood Woolies, the big car park there? Yep. I was there today got, when I got the haircut. Yep. Yeah, you sure were. Yep. They've always got on Sundays. <laughs> Good fact, thanks. Um, they've always got this big congregation of people showing off their cars. What, like a it's car like, meet? It's like, yeah, like a coffee in cars or something like that. So you take your fucking loser car to a place where all these other losers are and you go, oh, that's a pretty nice carby. What a bad car park to do that in, too. But like, there's better places to do that. Yeah, uh, Blackwood. Like, they they uh, do it all sorts of places. They do it down at, um, you know, where that Dose Coffee is near the. They do it over here too. Near the Marion. Yeah, it's it's Everywhere. all over the place. There's yeah. so many different ones, but there's always people within these groups, right? They do this shit to their cars. Put these crazy body kits on them. Mm. Lower them to within an inch of their lives. And can't drive them anywhere? Can't fucking drive them anywhere. So as I was driving past this one yesterday, this person, I can't even remember what it was. It was like a skyline or something. Couldn't even get in the driveway. Yeah. So they were stopped on Coromandel Parade trying to pull into the car park and going so slow. Yeah. So like, and at the specific angle so they could make sure that they weren't crunching their body kit. Yeah. And Why would you bother? Exactly. Okay, this is more infuriating for me than... Was it fully sick, though? You, oh, it's mate. always fully sick. Fully, mate. fully. Yeah, there you go. No, these, no, it's worse than when you've got that, you know, f- let's say a 60-year-old woman with glasses hunched over, like a Mark Reynolds, right, turning a corner yep. and, like, doing the 20Ks an hour and you're just like, oh, my God, you could take that so much quicker. These people are worse than that. Yeah. It, way worse because it's self-inflicted. They can drive better, but they've fucking done all this shit to their car. And then that car park, that Blackwood one I was talking about, that's the worst. Every entrance to that has a little lip on it. They would have had to crawl, like lift their car into the car park. Yes. Terrible. Yes. Absolutely shocking. 
I, mm. Someone gets out, puts a plank down so they don't have to go over the spoon drain. What's the oh point? Like, honestly, what's the point? Like, if I get it if it's like a... You've got uh, the cool car. If it's an everyday car, you're a fucking idiot, especially. If you're racing it around a track and it's not an everyday car, okay, play mm. on. But if you're on the streets, uh, fuck off. Mm. Go away. Yep, very annoying. And and they also Go buy a Corolla. They're the person responsible for all the like when you're at a cafe just trying to fucking enjoy your coffee, yeah. coffee or whatever. Coffee. The, the coffee. <laughs> they drive past with their big. Oh, so annoying. Do you reckon they get speeding fines? Oh, defect, speeding fines, fucking broken bits of their car on the fucking yeah, everything, everything. Yeah, but especially speeding fines and defects. That's the number one thing they get. No Every, one here has ever bought like a car sort of like to be cool. I did actually. Boys. I had a Lancer. Oh, um, here we go. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Figures. What are you trying to make up for? Yeah. <laughs> My bad personality. <laughs> no, it had fucking this big wing thing on the back of it. I hated it. <gasps> oh a big spoiler. Sorry. I thought, I'm, I'm going to buy the car. I just got I'll go to a wreckers. Fuck that off. Yeah. But what I didn't realize was on the inside, this guy had like those fucking. What you'd see in like a fighter jet, those things where you flick them down. Then oh, you can, Nossy switch. Yeah, those Nos switches. Oh, my God. Like in Fast and the Furious. Yeah, yeah. Where he pushes all these buttons. Yeah. Until he comes out. So, <laughs> so he had that. He'd removed like the cigarette lighter and something else and put these two Nos switches there. And I was like, got in the car. I was like, what do they do? He's like, oh, mate, check this out. Oh, actually, we'll drive it to the garage. And me, I was like, I must have been like 15, 16. So I was a fucking tosser. You would have been horny. Yeah. Drives it into this dark garage, closes it up. And he's like, flicks the switches, boom, boom. Inside of the car just lights up. He's got neons all the way through the car and underneath the car as well. And as a 15-year-old kid, I was like, that's pretty cool. So I bought the car because I'm Forest. a fucking loser. Are you going to throw that in or do I have to pay extra? Uh, I bought the car and I got it fairly cheap for what he wanted it for. But I never, ever used them. Like I thought, one, driving with them on, it's cool to show someone their part. Oh, look what my car can do. Oh, that's cool. For the first time, people care. After that. Yeah, I know that does that. But when you're driving, it's annoying. Having on the outside, you get pulled over. Not worth it. It was a, a novelty that lasted like a week. Everyone's like, yep, you've got that in your car and now no one cares about it. So, stupid. Very stupid. Yeah. I wonder how many of these fucking car kits become stupid. They're all stupid. Mm-hmm. They're, not, they're not... Well, they give people enjoyment, but when it comes at the cost and it impacts the fact that you just can't drive around anywhere... There's got to be a point where you just go, um, I'm going to go and trade this in yeah. for a Pulsar. Yeah, exactly. I went through the WRX stage. I wanted like the Subaru WRX Turbo. I thought that was fantastic. How long did you have that for? I'd never bought it, but it was before I was 25, so insurance would have been a nightmare. Oh, yeah. The Ford XR6. By the time I sold that, I'd grown out of wanting a fast car. But the Isn't idea of having a Turbo, because I've been in one, like, it is pretty cool. Why do you keep doing this when this you say is, turbo? This is like changing... You know, you this know is what cha- turbo is, this don't is, you? This it's is like changing gears. and it just makes the engine right, go I'm fast. changing gears. Oh, okay. Yeah. It looks like you're taking it from park to reverse. I thought you were, like, pulling a switch that engages the turbo. I wanted a turbo. I wanted the turbo. It's like, mate, that's not how it works. That's great. That's fantastic. Oh, fuck. Have you, have you had... We know Mark's never had a fine for anything in his life, but have you had a speeding fine before? I have had a fine. Oh, have you? Yeah. Um, How do you get fines when you drive <laughs> drastically under the speed limit? Okay, you guys want to talk about going uh, under the speed limit. 
No, I was coming back from Mount Gambia visiting my ex-girlfriend. You've got a lot of stories about ex-girlfriends. Oh, Are I they know. all the same? Yeah. And they're always Keith and Mount Gambia. No, that's the one I'm talking about now. Oh, right? okay. No, I was coming back. I'm like, I've done this trip four or five times. I'm fucking done with this. I want to get home as soon as I can. Um, and I, it was a 110 zone on average. And you know how they take the photo of you at one spot, then the next spot, and then oh, they get yeah. the average speed? I reckon I was going 130 all the way back to Adelaide. My average speed turned out to be 123 in a 110. I got fined 407. I felt like I got off pretty easy. Sounds like you did. Wow. 13 Ks over the average speed limit, and they only gave me a 407 fine. How, how long like, ago oh, was yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, but it's not like you were doing like 73 in a 60 zone in the city. I'm like, isn't that like nowhere near as bad? As doing one twenty three in it's the not. country, country country fines are one twenty three lenient. You can that's not true. No, it is. If you oh no, here we true. go. If you if you're doing fifty, if you do fifty eight, just go, go along with it. We should have a, a theme song on here, and like Mate, you, just because you, you, you don't say know shit, and then you press the button, it goes dance bullshit facts. Nah, you're <laughs> okay. Country going back to last podcast, lenient. just so everyone knows. They all called bullshit on me, pulling my pants down thing. We listened back to it and they were wrong, so I was okay. right on that. We'll wear that. Okay. We'll wear that right And it's happened a, a several times, so we'll shut up now. Okay. I was talking about my driving incident. Now you guys know that I'm a reckless hoon. Whatever. Let's move on. Dan, have you had a speeding fine? What's one that stands out in your mind? Uh, I've, I've only had like a couple of like intersection fines. Nothing Dan. too bad. No, actually, here's one. This is why you don't do good deeds for people. I had a, I was at a friend's house and his yeah. younger brother had to go to that fucking Woolworths. This Woolworths we always talk about, it's fucking haunting us. Mm-hmm. He worked there. So I dropped him off and that side street behind it, whatever that is, it goes down to the kindy. Yeah. Okay, they just changed that when I got my peas from 60 to 50. Right? It's 40 now. Yeah, well, there you go. And I didn't know this. So I dropped him off and I wouldn't have been going that way if I didn't. Shouldn't have fucking done it. It was way out of my way. I was meant to go on down Shepherd's Hill Road. So I was going to go down there and turn around. And as I was coming down at 58, cop stands out from fucking behind a tree trunk, pulls me over. And I was like, fourth day of owning my peas. And he's like, yeah, eight K's over. It was like a fucking hundred and something dollar fine at that time, 20 years ago. And he's like, it was all I could tell he was just attitude reading. If I was going to give him attitude and be difficult... I was going to lose my peas. But I was a nice guy. I was like, oh, sorry. I really didn't notice. How long has this been? Ch-? And that's why he was there because they just fucking changed it and they wanted to ping mm. people. They're going to get heaps Scum. of fucking. Yeah. It is true, though. It's all about attitude. Yeah. If you want to be a fucking asshole, they're going to come down hard on you. That's why whenever you're having an interaction with a cop, just be nice. Just mm. play the. That's so true. Play the nice card. Do you know I was down in Beachport one day playing. They had this town fair thing, right? And I was playing. This is when I was in school still. I was playing drums in the school band and we had a concert thing at the Beachport Town Fair. As I was leaving, I was in late high school, I remember, and all I could think of was I want to get back to Millicent because there's a party on and I want to get fucking pissed. Nice. So you didn't want to get there too late? No. Yeah. So I was speeding. How, how many speeds? I think, well, it was the same sort of situation to yours. Would have been 110 zone, um, but I was on my P, so I could only go 100, and I reckon I was doing 115 or something. So I was going a reasonable amount over. 
I thought you were going to say 150. Reckless. Pulled over, and it was a lady cop, and she saw all my, all my drum stuff in my car. She goes, oh, where have you been? I said, oh, I've just been at the Beachport thing, playing in the school thing. And I was, she's, and I was like, oh, was I, was I speeding then? She's like, yeah, you're going. She's like, you well can played. Have well, a look. Was I speeding then? Good call. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I must just not have been concentrating. Like, it's been such a long day. I've been at this community thing. Community thing. Community. Doing great deeds for the general public. Yes. Continue. Anyway, she's like, oh. And then she was asking me a bit about like what what I, like the band thing that we were doing and oh, stuff engagement, like that. engagement, yeah. And I was like, oh. I'm I'm so sorry. I was like, I had absolutely no idea. And she just let me off. She's like, just really? like she's like, look, it happens to the best of us. It's okay, you know, but I've got to warn you, like if you, you're on your P's, if you get caught doing this, you could like could lose your license, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Oh my god. I was like, Thank you so much. Bang. Like I was I'm stressing right now. I'm so Played sorry. Like a, oh, a don't play do this pony. sort of thing. I got another one. Another good deed. All right. It's not so much a speeding fine. But I remember about 10 years ago, nah, longer, 15, again, just after, probably had my license for two years. My dad had moved to Victor Harbour and hadn't seen a lot of his mates. So I rang his, well, my stepmom and got all of his mates' numbers and organised a fishing charter off of Cape Jervis. I was like, tell him on this date that you're going to Laconia because you want a new couch. She's like, okay. So she had to convince him to get up at 6 a.m. and get changed Right, and he's like, "Why the fuck are we getting up so early to go to Laconia to get a couch?" He's like, "Cause the sale starts today." Fucking, he didn't, you know. He, she knew he's not going to check anything. We want to be first there in case it sells out. Anyway, I rock up the driveway, pick him up. I'm like, "Oh, he's like, what are we doing?" And she's like, "Just go with him, drive him down there." Then he gets down there. There's all these mates he hasn't seen in ages. Beers are flowing, whatever. Get on this fishing charter, have a really good day. We catch fucking heap of big fish at lunch. They're like, oh, do you want a couple of beers? I was like, yeah, I'll have a beer, have a beer. So I had two beers on my peas at lunchtime. We get back to dock at Silly four, Dan. four o'clock. Dad goes, I'll drive home. By the time you get to my house, you should be fine. So I reckon I'm going through Mount Compass, which is another, I don't know, let's say from my last two beers, it would have been like two hours. Right? I get to Mount Compass, there's an RBT. I get pulled in. And I'm like, fuck. I'm like, I was fairly confident I'd be right. Blowing to this, mate. Flow into it. Looks at it. He goes, you had anything to drink? I said, yeah, I actually had one beer not that long ago on a fishing charter. Um, but, yeah, I thought I'd be fine by now. And he just goes, one second. And he walks away and I'm thinking, fucking hell, fucking hell. He comes back and goes, do you like driving your car, mate? I was like, yes. He's like, well, you're not going to be picking up chicky babes on the bus now, are you? I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you probably got more of a chance picking chicky babes up on the bus. <laughs> Maybe. And, and he's like, don't have another drink for the rest of the day and go straight home. And then, so I must have been like 0.01 or 0.02. 0.01. Got, what do you mean? You clearly don't know. Yeah. 0.01? Yeah. 0.03, maybe. Closer to 0.05. No, because it was on his peas. Can't have anything. Oh, yeah. you're on your peas. <clears throat> oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. So I was only on yeah one or two. It must have just registered. Jesus. Been a while since the drink, yeah. But so, I got off. So he let you off. Mm. So, but oh. the theory behind it is though, if he'd waited for me twenty minutes after to go into the RBT, take a proper test, 
and then that comes up and then, oh, back to the station or whatever, I probably would have blown nothing and it would have been a waste of their time. So it's the, we'll give them a stern warning and see you later. Do you know there's a cop who is, uh, I don't know if he's even still a cop anymore, but he resided in the outback for a long time and then he moved to the southeast, right? This guy was notorious and had a name for himself because he um, found someone in the outback riding a camel and he stopped him, breath tested him, and he was over the limit and he fined the guy. Really? And the guy lost his driver's license because he was riding a camel under the influence of alcohol. That's crazy. Because yeah. that's the same with jet skis. If, I, if I'm drinking on the jet ski, I lose my driver's license. He yeah. could have gone up the back of someone with that camel. He could have. <laughs> <laughs> Camel's no good over speed humps, by the way. <laughs> not bad, not bad. But this same cop, right, one night, my dad... <laughs> it's tickled you, I like it. My dad came to watch my band play at the pub one night. Yeah. And he was drinking like straight scotches, just having scotches. Fuck yeah. Now, we live one kilometre away from the pub in Millicent. Literally, it's that close. Dad drove home, which he kind of always did. He always sort of thought he was monitoring his drinking and whatever. Um, and I was sober because I'd been playing. I might have had a couple of drinks. Drove home as well. And I remember... He, he left before me. I packed all my stuff in the car and I pulled around the corner to go down to down the street to our house and lights and I thought, shit, is that dad's car? Anyway, didn't think much more of it. Kept going. I was like, I'll see, I'm sure I'll see his car in the driveway. Nah. It was him. So this cop, the fucking camel fucker <laughs> cop, had pulled dad over, breath tested him. Dad blew point zero zero point. Point zero five one, just Ooh. over, just over, within two hundred meters of his own home. So he's gone eight hundred meters from the pub, two hundred meters from home, and the guy's done him for it. Do you reckon he was going up or down? Blood alcohol? Oh, who knows? But also, who gives a fuck? Small country town. Mm. This shit. Let me tell you, there was other cops in that town that he could have been point zero nine, and they would have been like, ha. You'll be right to get home, won't yeah. you? And next time be a bit, bit better. Like yeah. Something like Pretty that. Pretty crazy. 0.08 is the blood alcohol rating in the United States. For yeah. Mm. That's pretty high. It is pretty high. They're fucking nuts. Have, have you there. heard uh, the camel story? I thought you were going to lead on to. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. The urban myth, which I think isn't a myth. I think this is a real thing. But there used to be... I'll make this story up, but I'm pretty sure part of it's true. Uh-oh. Where there would be cops that used to watch pubs, 
right? And they'd watch people leave the pub and go to their car and then once they drove out to the road, they'd then pull them over, right? In a certain country town, make it up, let's call it Ibla Blah Blah. Yep. There was, there was a guy that used to go out early, drop his keys, fumble, whatever, get in his car, drive, cop would pull him over, blow into this, mate, 0.000. What the fuck? He was the decoy. So he'd leave. Yeah, I've heard of The classic decoy. Yeah. Yeah. He would leave early, get the cop to pull him over, and while he's dealing with this guy going, hang on, oh, maybe the thing, I'll change the batteries in the thing, what's going All on? All of his mates are All of his mates are taking <laughs> off and clocking <laughs> off home. Dude, that is genius. How good's that? I, I, I Dave's out there just selling the cop some candy. <laughs> like, yeah. okay, good. Whoa, so you've heard, this, you've heard this before? I have before? heard this, so, yeah. yeah. Is this like an urban myth or is it a real I story? I think it's an it's urban amazing. myth. amazing. Yeah. Played yeah. like it. Played. Played. All right. Well, there's no mayo on that story, but maybe the whole thing's mayo. Hey, speaking about camels, um, it's horse racing season. Yes, it is. It's horse racing season. Now, horse racing, I I want you guys to guess. Just give me a guess, whether it be millions, billions, hundreds, whatever. Guess how much revenue annually the horse racing industry is estimated to turn over. Uh, Worldwide or Australia? Oh, I didn't look into that much detail. It's Australia, isn't it? Yeah, let's just go with that. 1.5 1.5 billion. That's pretty good. I was going to say 1 billion. 116 billion dollars a year. What? In turnover. Holy fuck. That's incredible, isn't it? No, so that, that so has that, to be worldwide. Oh, who knows? That has to be. Now, you think about how many how many races Mate, if that's worldwide, that's still fucking impressive. Yeah, it's it, a huge it amount of money. It's a huge it's a big old industry, right? Mm. So, every year Horse racing comes around, so obviously they run horses all year, but it's cut like carnival season now. So they just had races at Randwick and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Melbourne Cup's going to come up. They've actually just announced that they're not going to do the jumping race at Oakbank anymore. Good, um, yeah, that's good. Now, unfortunately, a byproduct of horse racing and the industry is that sometimes horses get injured and they die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one wants to see it, but it's just part of it, right? And then yeah. I saw something which I sent you guys on the weekend where um, one of these horses had an injury, mm. got put down. And there's all these comments on People that. go nuts. Actually, I was very surprised. A lot of the comments were taking the piss. Some of the com- comments were like, oh, it's you know inhumane and it's a waste of horse life and blah, blah, blah and all that sort of stuff. But some like a lot of them were obviously racing fans that are just like, oh, yeah, well... There Here comes the fucking. There goes my quaddy and you know all this sort of shit. So it got me thinking. What are some stats about horses and horse racing and all that sort of stuff? And I've got some here for you. Approximately two thousand tons of horse meat is exported from Australia for human consumption in Japan and Europe annually, which equals about twenty five thousand horses per year killed this way in Australia. Wow, that's fucking insane. So people are eating horse meat. Killing horses, raising them for meat. Have you ever had horse? No, I've never even wanted to. Really, mm. like <laughs> I'm all no. Like I mean, I've travelled and I've tried duck Thanks and for letting us know because I'm in the same boat. Dark and quail and weird shit like that. Well, not that weird, but weirder shit than that. But no, horse has never even been on a menu. All right, twenty five thousand. That is that's huge, right? That's fucking massive. That's a lot. I know what's coming. It's How many horses killed each year in horse racing? So the average per year, taking the 18-19 year, because obviously it changed a bit for COVID, 122 horses died on the track. 
what, New South Wales. That, that was worldwide or Australia? That was Australia. Yeah. New South Wales had the highest number of those recorded deaths. Mm. There are 30,000 horses racing in Australia. An additional 5,000 horses run trots or harness racing. Yeah, so I've got a trot. Horse. So there's heaps and heaps of horses and the the death or mortality rate for horse racing is far less than obviously if you're farming now, them. Did you say 100, 122 died and got injured? So not all of those 122 died? Yeah. No, they, 122 died on the track. There's, okay. a, there's an obvious Generally answer. Generally speaking, if you get injured, they, they die. Yeah. They get, there's yeah. an obvious answer here, right? People fire up, the activists mm. get fired up because they have a stage, right? Yeah. Because horse racing is so popular, it's like if we want to get our message out there, what better way to do it than attack horse racing? Yeah. We don't know the numbers, you do. Mm. We don't know the numbers, but let's just like kick up a storm and be all about this because that's going to get us the most attention. Here's the bottom line, and I'm going to sound a bit like a vegan here, but Uh-oh. if you care about... One horse dying in a Melbourne Cup race, then you should be fucking fighting even harder for those nine thousand other horses that are getting chopped up and sent overseas. Mm. Like that's what you should be fucking worried about, or you should not be fucking eating meat every Mate, time you go to the supermarket. You've got like these horses are making so much money for like humans; they would get treated. They do so well. Okay, here's an example. Oh right? my god! You guys know I bought my race horse. I get video updates all the time. My trainer will say to me, "Hey." He's had a rest in the paddock for this long. Here's a video. And guess what they're doing? There's no one in the paddock, just the guy filming. There's four horses and they're racing each other. Your horses. horse probably gets treated better than you do. He honestly does. And I have to pay for vet bills. I pay for um, the training costs and the feeding costs of it. And I watch every time he even goes to race, if there's a slight niggle or something that he goes, mm, he knows the horse back to front. The trainers, like you said, uh. have have them in best People interest. listening would argue, oh, that's because the horse is making the human money. Well, what about the horses that aren't doing so well? Mm. Like, don't they just go to a paddock and just go, all right, you didn't make it, um, live your life in a paddock and we'll feed you carrots? Yeah. Do you know, how, <clears throat> all right, if the racing industry didn't exist, even if the, you know, making them for meat industry didn't exist, do you think horses would be around in Australia? Like horses don't just—they're not like fucking kangaroos, mate. Well, they cam- don't just run wild around. Wild camels are in the desert. I think they would be. Yeah. You reckon they'd just be cruising around the desert? They would be. But the thing is, with this, Bumbies. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you actually think of anything. You could prove that yeah, horses are treated really well, or they're treated really badly. But the problem is, it's just like fucking dog owners. How many times do you hear on the news oh RSPCA? Oh, my dog's this dog next door has been fucking starved to death by their owner because they're not feeding it. <sighs> you could imagine. It's just people are bad people. Animal abuse happens everywhere. Yeah, but exactly. Because horse racing is such a multi-billion dollar industry like Rick has just spoken about, that is an obvious platform for animal activists to jump on and go, this is the obvious option to target. Mm-hmm. This is what's going to get us the most worldwide attention. So this is the obvious thing to do. Plain and simple. Correct. Well, you give activists five seconds and they will find <laughs> something to complain about. Oh, you were way too casual going into that. I was like, this is definitely not five seconds. He's had better transitions. Uh, no, I like quite it. liked it. All right. Me, 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 me. Okay. Yeah, you're all right. Name three girls' names ending. Sorry, I'll, start, I'll say that quicker. Name three girls' names ending in Y. This is the same question from last time. Oh, it is. Sorry. Let's start again. Uh, oh, yeah. 
I forgot to fold the thing over. Dan, have you not done your homework again? Uh, yes, I have. God damn it. You're going. Name three types of bird. A uh, magpie, a seagull, and an eagle. Well done. Thanks. Not bad. You know your birds. <laughs> sure too, mate. Brolga. Brolga? Yeah. Ibis. He gone. Yeah, go. <laughs> he gone. Name three movies starring Heath Ledger. Uh, ten Things I Hate About You, Casanova, and The Dark Knight. Oh, you got in there, son. Casanova. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't panic then. I haven't seen Casanova. Is it good? I made it up. Nah, it's a movie. It, yeah, it's definitely a movie. Don't worry. It's oh. the middle. I don't know if I believe him. Name three things you make with bread. Toast, bread pudding, and a sandwich. It's pretty good. That's a panic. I would have fucked that up. <laughs> My mind would have melted. <laughs> and I would have vomited and gone to the toilet. <laughs> I would have not known what to do. All right, here you go. Okay. If you, if you don't get one for this, okay. you're fucking dumb. Okay. Name three boys' names starting with M. Mark, Marcus, and Matilda. <laughs> you had one locked and loaded before that even started. Martin. <laughs> Matthew? Uh, Manny. Matthew? Jesus Christ, that was a dumb one. <laughs> hey, you said I got two. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Name three things, Rick, that will make you shiver. Mark getting that last question wrong when it's too cold and the feeling of someone walking over your grave. Yeah. It's creative. It's pretty reward good. Reward that. Yeah, I'll reward that. Rick, remember that one. All right, ready? Okay. You definitely fucked this up. Okay. Name three types of water sport. Uh, water polo, um, rowing, and water skiing. Well done. Finally. I get the hard ones, but I can't get yeah. name three boys' names starting with M. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's the oh. best. All right. You throw me off. I know. I you do. say, oh, yeah, you'll smash this. <laughs> Everyone, you should just be like, you'll fuck this up. I should. And I'll fuck it up. That's That should be your internal monologue before you go out on a date. You're going to fuck this date up. You're going to fuck this date up. And then you go out there and you actually perform. That's yeah. a good idea. That's a very good idea. If you go in there too confident, you're going to fucking walk into doors and all sorts of shit. Writing it down. Go in there shitting your pants. <laughs> Not literally. Yeah. Tell us about your bad dates, Mark. <sighs> I've had a lot of great dates, but one that comes to mind was um, a date that I had maybe a year and a half ago, and this was a long time before. Like There was like a gap of like a year and a half, two years that I'd been on a proper date because I was in a relationship. Went to the date. Had dinner with my mates before. They're like, all right, we'll drop you off at your, your date. It was like near Rundle Street. Meet the girl out the front. Really nice girl. We walk in. There's a door. This is where, okay, you know when you're in a good mindset and then suddenly things can change? Just one little stupid thing. I went to push the glass door open and it didn't, it didn't budge. And I'm like, what's going on you're here? Like, Damn, it's a pool door. It was a sliding door. And it it just it just made like the whole. So you went to feel <laughs> chivalry, and then you turned yeah, into like a no, it was loser. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna push this door open for you, and we're gonna have the best date ever. <laughs> 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 and I'm like, oh crap! 
<laughs> slid it open, and, and that just triggered two or three minutes of awkward combo. <laughs> oh, I would have thought because, that would have broken the ice. No, because like... What did she, she do for a living? It, she's, she was a dentist. Okay, so she was quite smart. Yeah. yeah that would have Switched been fun. <laughs> she, she should have gone first. <laughs> she would have been like, I'm a dentist. It's a slight door, you dickhead. She's but like, yeah. I'm a dentist. What do you do for a living? Not open doors, <laughs> that's for sure. All right, what about you? Uh, okay, it's my first Tinder match. Yeah. Uh, very new to the app. Didn't really know a lot. But the you, person- when we first met, you were giving me Tinder advice. Yeah. So this would have been 2015, 16? Must have been. But yeah. this is obviously that, where that advice came from, the learnings of all of what was to come. Yeah. And this is the first of what was to come. Yeah. So matched. Started chatting to her. She was a Telstra representative. So uh, manager at Telstra store. Right? That's what she told me her job was. Yeah. And... She was pretty good with her sentences and everything. Didn't seem bad. <laughs> Didn't seem like she was a bit... <laughs> pretty good with her sentences. I love that. You know, like, tell, have... tell me something about you, love. I'm good with my sentences. <laughs> oh, good. Went, Excellent. Tick. Didn't stutter. Didn't have a lisp. She was really good. God. I mean, like, she didn't write, like, your with you and then an R. Like, she wrote them out fucking normal. Oh, she's brilliant. Yeah. So I thought... <laughs> Fuck, you're weird. Why? Keep going. That's the most strange thing to focus on. Anyway. No, keep going, keep going. Oh, I think people that shorten everything are fucking uh, I dumb. Get it, I get it. I anyway. Get it. Keep going. So that was, a, that was a tick for me. I was like, that's good. That's yeah. good. A few other things, a few ticks. She's like, hey, why don't you Yeah. Why don't you come to my house? I said, oh, I can't this weekend. How about you come to mine? She said, oh, I can come down Saturday night. So she did. Yeah. Came down. We ordered pizzas together. Oh, yeah. What flavor? Barbecue meat lovers. Well, still this remember this. my house. Brilliant. No, my, my double story house, right? And at, and at the time, remember, I was just about to move all my shit out to your house. Half of it was at yours, half of it was in the garage. So I said to her, I'm like, I've really only got the bed upstairs, TV there, and a couch downstairs with a TV. So there's not much stuff in the house, but we'll just hang out. Yeah. So she comes upstairs, we're eating pizza on the bed watching TV. And at the time, we both smoked. So I, we were downstairs smoking. And this is where... Everything was fucking going really well. This is where it changed. Well, halfway through a cigarette, she goes, Oi, do you want to see something weird? She undid her, her hoodie, right? She had no bra on underneath. And then she grabbed her nipple and squirted breast milk on me. Okay, so how far into the alcohol were you two at this stage? I reckon two beers. Wow. <laughs> two beers. Holy shit. And I'm talking... Okay, to make that okay. move, you need to be half a carton in and like three or four lines no, no, of no. Okay, okay. Like, you do not do that. That is insane. Uh, it's insane. Guess what? It didn't, it didn't just dribble out. It fucking shot, like a cum shot, a metre and a half. Like, it, I had to do, like, the Matrix thing. Like, did I was you, like, whoa. Did you need, like, a handkerchief? No. Do you know what I said to her? I was like, oh. She goes, what do you think? I said, I don't know about that. I don't, I don't know about it. We, I we panicked. don't know about it. It happened five years ago. Yeah. I panicked. I was like, you with the door. I was like, this just went all awkward. Went upstairs and trying to eat the rest of my pizza. And all I could think about was that reoccurring shot out of the nipple. <laughs> oh my God. And then I was like, oh. okay, obviously she she must have a kid then. Did if she she's... at least have a nice you know, pair of cans? Well, I think so. I can't really remember. I've sort of tried you to should, block the whole thing you out. You should remember. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. She says to me, oh. I said to her, I'm like, oh, so do you have any kids? Hadn't spoken to her about this. She goes, oh, yeah, I've got a five-year-old. I was like, five-year-old? I was like, is that still meant to be happening at five? Like, what the fuck's going on? Do I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So anyway. Just let it go through to the keeper. Yeah, I, I let it go through to the keeper. And then yeah. the rest of the night, it picked up. 
made me laugh, a couple of good things. Yeah. So I thought, okay, that's one red flag out of this entire time. Maybe it's just like her party trick. It's something she can do. Bit weird, really fucked up, but a party trick. So I <laughs> party trick. This is so good. It's so good. Yeah. So anyway, we go another week. What's your party trick? Do you know any magic? No, but check this out. <laughs> <laughs> so we wait another week. Uh, I drive up to her house. Yeah. I get there. Not a great place. It's like a two-story unit. Walk in, meet the kid. Eh, how you going? Does the kid thing. Yeah. She puts the kid to bed and we're watching like a, a movie or whatever. Then it moves to the bedroom and it's getting a little bit serious and whatever. Yeah. Clothes start coming off. It starts getting pretty serious. Yeah. And anyway, she's like, oh, roll over and do this. We're about 15 minutes into being serious and I'm like, get up, off, and I turn around and the kid's just at the side of the bed watching going, oh, just staring at both of us. And I'm like, oh. You're like, what are you doing there? And he's like, I'm thirsty. Oh, <laughs> mate. I tell you what, Please shut up. <laughs> yeah. Start squirting milk at the kid. Get out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's bad. So anyway, so this lady, this lady came to my house though, didn't she? No. Nah. Yes. Oh, oh, she did. Yes, one time. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Oh, this is. Oh, yeah. I wish I had like a surveillance camera back <laughs> in your house back in the day. Have you two? Oh, the oh. best one was Mama Africa. But anyway, there's another yeah. story for another time. Wow. I only have one that I can think stuff. of, and it was it's nothing. Actually, it's nothing compared to that. I don't even want to tell it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't want to tell it. Okay, Moving on, guys. I've got a moral dilemma, a moral dilemma that I wanted to talk to you two about, and it occurred about two years ago. I was out with mates, so you're out with mates, right? You're having a good time. You're bound to meet girls. My mate started talking to this Asian girl. Seemed very nice, attractive-looking girl. Now, as the night wore on, these two got a cl- close, started talking, and for some reason, I I looked at her and I thought, "Man, was this is this chick a dude? Like, what's going on here?" Right now, hear me out. She was. Oh, with, I will. Yes, she was with friends. <laughs> yeah. Now, I said to her friend, "Was is your?" friend by any chance was she born a guy and, it, <laughs> and has had a sex change right she said she said yes now oh, hang on now now listen it's confirmed i alerted my friend i alerted my friend to this and he was like okay shit i didn't know that i swear to god this girl looked perfectly fine she was good looking but there was something not right was yeah. it the Adam's apple and the big dick? No, no. Like, complete sex change. Oi, complete sex change. Vagina, everything right. Now, my question to Mark, you Mark, cut to the chase. How many times did you fuck her? My question to you guys is, if you are a female that has had a sex change and was born a dude, if you're out and you are mingling with men, if the opportunity comes, you hook up, go home... Are you obliged to tell the guy that you were born a dude? Why are you directing this completely? Absolutely. At me? Absolutely. 100%? Yeah, it's like bad advertising. And I think that. <laughs> but you're a girl. Yeah, I know. But, but you are a girl. That, that, you have tits, vagina. Shouldn't it not matter? Okay, we're making it Rick? seem like the person that's trans or yeah. change or whatever is the problem. It should come down to the problem of the person who's receiving the information. Yeah. 
you, you should tell them before you get home because if mm. you get home, it's too late. You've already sort of lied to them. If you up front with them, by the way, I don't know. Maybe as you a, get sick of it. As a trans person, you are a female, though, right? You are. Yeah. You have boobs, a vagina. You have been a female for I don't know how many years. You've met a guy. You're a female. You go home. Do you suddenly just go, oh, yeah, by the way, I was born a dude. Do you still want to fuck me? Yeah, hard thing. It's a hard one. Very Rick, hard. what do you think? Uh, I don't think about this at all. It's, well, okay, here's it's a scenario, scenario though. It's so, yeah. if you, well, it's not so that I'm married. Get if back Rachel into the, comes no, out no, no, now no. and says I'm a bloke, I'm fucked. No, <laughs> this is a scenario for people that are out there particularly when you're holidaying in Thailand, if you know what I mean. I think I think you should maybe say it before you get home, but if you don't, as the clothes are coming off, maybe, I don't know. Could like, you, while the clothes are coming off, oh yeah, by the way, let's let's fuck, but I was actually born a dude. Do you still want to fuck? <laughs> no, are it'd be more serious? like this. By the way, um, I was... <laughs> <laughs> People listening, we hope you're watching on our YouTube because that was fantastic. I just got breast milk in my face. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. This God. is great. It's really good. It's a good one because I'm trying wait, to. I'm trying to wait, think of both sides here. Go I can't. Upstairs. It's the third umpire decision. It's a close call. Um, I think you need to. Definitely. So what? It, I want to know what the outcome of this one was. was okay. What did your mate do? So I told him when her friend, her friend, told okay, me. Okay. Can I just ask? Was this a? Was this in Adelaide? Did this happen? Yeah, this was at uh, what's the the Mars Bar? No, no, no. Um, the, the Wool Shed. It was at the Wool Shed. Jesus. Yeah, that's the most strange place for that to occur. But yeah, nah, play well, on. It's just Adelaide, mate. Man. It's twenty twenty one. Yeah. There's anyway, fucking heaps of um, years ago. So he's like, okay, now that I know that, yeah, we're done. And then we just moved on. But I always thought, like, if he didn't know, if he just gave the. Poor if he didn't know, they would, have, they would have gone home, had sex, and then he would have just gone, oh, yeah, that's that happened, and then it would have all been fine. Hey, imagine but, imagine if she told him the next day after he'd already done it. Do you think he's like, I'm too far in now and I had a good time and I like you, that now it's up to me to either deal with it and mm. go, I'm, I would do this again for sure. So what's the, what's the deal breaker in that scenario though? Is it, I mean, she can't conceive or carry a child? Yeah. So is that is that in the back of his mind going, oh, yeah, well, I think she's cool. I think if you're out don't, in town wanting really a fuck, I don't that. know if that matters. Yeah. Oh. But, like, no, but there's well, a, oi, I'd say one-night stand, but who knows if mm. the person that's interested in this girl is just wanting a one-night stand. Maybe he's going, oh, yeah, we'll, ha- we'll sleep together, and then the next day we're going to go out on a date because I actually like this person more than just a fuck buddy for, like, a Saturday and night. It, it comes down to the guy that's fucking the changed sex person be comfortable within themselves to be open yeah. with everyone. Just go, I don't give a fuck about this situation and I'm going to continue doing it. Anyway, like, that's what it comes down to. I thought of this. It's a moral dilemma. I know that I haven't given you too much notice, but I would love to hear one of yours next week, next episode, and just get a little bit of an idea about a 50-50 call. Mm. Should we do this? Should we do that? How should a person behave or respond in a certain situation? All right, we'll get thinking. I'd love to hear that. Right. How, how did you pick the chick with the dick? Without the dick, uh, how, how, how did you tell? Was uh, it, do, do you know why I'm asking this? Okay, of I can't answer this question without being slightly racist. <laughs> All right, well, don't answer it. Okay, because we'll, you we'll, don't need to be racist. Put we'll that bit out. Um, just before we wind this up, I saw an ad on TV that they've got a new Big Brother and they've got um, Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, yeah. Did you, have you seen the ad? Yeah, it's going to be amazing. There's but, all this. 
Good cast. I love it. Caitlin Jenner or Bruce or whatever his other name was. Himashim. She. Himashim. What over she, she. Do you, have you listened to it? It's his her voice. <laughs> I can't know how to tell about it. The voice is like, and I got back to my home. Yeah, it's so deep. Oh, yeah, it doesn't matter. That's just like his name is no. Bruce. Okay. My name is Kate. I tell you what, <laughs> please respect me. There's, there's a documentary about Bruce Jenner and the whole thing through the Olympics. It's a doco on Netflix, and it's fucking amazing. I t- told you to watch it, and you haven't. You know why I didn't watch it? I looked up the IMDb rating and I got slapped in the face with nah. like a fucking 5.6. It's good. Ooh. It's it's quite good. I really enjoy it. You know what it. I like about my ratings? I'm telling you, you will Squid like it. Squid Game episode 6, 9.4, all the others 7.8, 8.2. Nah, I'm telling you, this overall is a 7, but it's just right up your alley. And if you want to know a bit, like I actually have a little bit more respect for him or her right now than I did six months ago when I thought, oh, they're Kardashian family, fuck off. A lot more respect. So watch yep. it if you're interested. And Sweet next week us. we can have a chat about it. Cool. Well, that's great news. And speaking of reviews, if you're liking what you're hearing, you can rate and review us on yeah. Apple Podcasts. Listen on Spotify. Spotify is the big one. Check we us would out love to on the talk. Oh, yeah, this week to us YouTube. on Spotify. This week, grab this podcast, send it to your best friend, spread the love, and we'll meet you all here hey, next we've week. We've been on fire. We have been on fire. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.